Well, thanks for joining me for today's devotion in the Word of God. We are in 2 Corinthians chapter 13. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there with me. I'm going to pray, and um, I'm going to need to pray today because we got a really interesting section of Scripture, and we'll jump in. Father, thank you so much for your Word. We pray, God, that we would really just spend time in your presence, allowing your Holy Spirit to search our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the scripture says in verse 5, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. I want to say something today that uh, really I'm just going to reiterate what Paul said. It might come off really offensive to you. And maybe this was offensive to the Christians in Corinth. It's like, who do you think you are? Like, Paul, how dare you? right? How dare you question whether or not I am a sincerely saved person? But Paul gives really solid advice because the truth is this, in any local gathering of God's people, uh, there is always a mixed multitude. There's always a mixed multitude. There are people, people, of course, who are sincerely saved, right? I mean, they demonstrate it's a true, genuine, authentic relationship with God through faith in Jesus, and there's the fruit, there's the evidence of it as well. And then, you know, especially in a, especially in a, a country where there is still the, the remnant of cultural Christianity, and then, of course, there are people who are not sincerely saved. They may think they're saved. You know, they may be religious people. They may be participating in religious activities, but the truth is this, Uh, They've never really sincerely put their faith in Christ in a way where they've been filled by the Spirit of God or indwelt by the Spirit of God. And honestly, like that, that's something that should concern all of us. I mean, it should be, it's, it's in our best interest not to just be offended by what Paul says, but to take it to heart and then really go through the process of personal self examination. I mean, he says it, right? Examine yourselves. You know, the fact is this, you and I, we spend so much time examining other people, we rarely examine ourselves. I mean, the fact is this, it's easier for us just to look at people from the outside and make our own conclusions, come to our own conclusions about what we think is really happening in their hearts. And the fact is, only God knows the human heart. And we have a hard enough time knowing what's going on in our own hearts. And Paul says this, you you start with you. Start with yourself. Are you really in the faith? Test yourself. Like, don't just just assume the answer is yes, but really apply the tests of God's word. You say, well, where, where do I find that? Like, how can I really test myself in a way where I know I'm going through a process that is God-endorsed. And the answer is 1 John. So I'm going to say something to you that's offensive today, and I already did it, right? You test yourself. I'm going to test myself. And the second thing is this. I'm going to give you some homework, and the homework is reading through 1 John. It's only five chapters. It is not a long epistle at all. Probably take you 15 or 20 minutes. But contained within 1 John um, are all of the the key evidences of whether or not we are truly believers in Christ. I'm going to give you a couple, right? He he talks about how the the, the true Christian 
does not walk in darkness, but walks in the light, just as Christ is in the light. And in that place of walking in the light, we have fellowship one with another. We've confessed our sins and repented of our sins to the extent where we've received His grace, His mercy, and His cleansing. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, that if we truly do belong to Him, someone who says that they know God ought to walk himself just as Christ walked. And so another evidence that we belong to the Lord is that we emulate His life by the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Someone who's really met Jesus Christ cannot stay the same. Your life has to be transformed and changed. And then just another one, I'm not giving you all of them, but another one is that uh, we will love brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. To say that you belong to God and yet you hate Christians, no, that's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. And I know people who are like that, you know? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian, but man, I, I, hate, I hate the church. And I'm not talking about when they say that the institution of the church, you know, they have an attitude towards the people of God. That is not reflective of someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit. So I just want to encourage you today, let's spend some time. You can't do this unless you spend some time in solitude. Get away, um, go for a hike, or you know, go into your prayer closet, shut the door, leave your phone on the outside, open up 1 John, read through it, and just, man, go through that process. And then be blessed by what God shows you.